As part of Black History Month, Wake County Libraries highlighted the first family in Raleigh to fight to get their son into an all-white school in the 1950s. As Cherise Pickett reports, the family's effort helped lead to desegregating public schools in Wake County. In 1956, the parents of 13-year-old Joseph Holt Jr. applied to get him into Josephus Daniels Jr. High School, an all-white school in Raleigh. He attended an all-black school that was further away from where he lived called Oberlin School. This was two years after the Brown versus the Board of Education decision by the Supreme Court, which made it illegal to segregate public schools. I think probably very soon after that, uh, black people began to think, okay, you know, we can go to better schools now. It wasn't a matter of going to school with white kids. It was a matter of going to a school uh, that had the best facilities. That's Joseph Holt, who's now 80 years old. As a young boy, he remembers how encouraged black people in his neighborhood were by the Supreme Court's decision. It later led Holt's family to be one of three families that applied to Josephus Daniels Jr. High. The year before, in 1955, the Pupil Assignment Act became a state law in North Carolina, which made it harder for schools to integrate. For example, a report says a school district disqualified a black family's petition because their child was an A student, and the district said it did not want to disrupt the child's academic success. Holt says his family's request was immediately rejected by the school board in 1956 based on that law. Shortly after, his mother was contacted by the superintendent of Raleigh Public Schools for a meeting. She explained at the meeting the kids had to pay bus fare and travel very far, so it was an inconvenience. Holt says Superintendent Jesse O. Sanderson gave her a counteroffer if she withdrew her application. I will make sure that free bus transportation is provided for the Negro kids in Oakland. Holt went on to the 10th grade at J.W. Ligon Jr. Senior High School in 1957. His mother had applied for him to go to Needham B. Broughton Senior High School, but their request was rejected again. It led to Holt versus the city of Raleigh schools, where his family sued the school board. The judge's decision was that you are denied admission to Needham Broughton High School because the family failed to exhaust all administrative remedies under the law. Holt says the reason the court sided with the school is because he did not have an in-person meeting with the school board, which was a requirement under the law. Pursuing the case led to many dangers. For example, when the case was filed, his parents took him to stay with their family in rural East Carolina on his uncle's farm. Holt says he thought it was for a vacation, but he later found out it wasn't. My parents received word that there was a plot to abduct me. Holt's family also received bomb threats and harassing calls. Later in spring of 1959, the case went all the way to the Fourth Circuit Appeals Court in Richmond, Virginia. The ruling agreed with the lower court in North Carolina. By this point in time, Holt was now in his first semester of his senior year. In 1960, he graduated salutatorian at Ligon High School in Raleigh. He would never go to a desegregated school until his postgraduate years at UNC Chapel Hill. But his journey did pave the way for others. Over a decade later, schools in Wake County and across North Carolina started to integrate. That's where Dudley Flood stepped in. He was a state administrator tasked with helping North Carolina schools be in compliance with Brown versus the Board of Education. Now, there were some who acknowledged that right away and said, here, here are the difficulties we have. We're bringing students together who have never been together with each other, not even on playground. We're bringing faculty together who have never worked with each other. But Flood says through efforts like speaking at parent-teacher association meetings and church gatherings, help make strides in successfully integrating schools.
everybody in North Carolina was in compliance by 1974. And while he's accomplished a lot, Flood says his work in education is still not finished yet. I'm still working on my goal. So, you know, I'm a young man. I'm just 92 years old. Sharice Piggott, North Carolina Public Radio, WUNC.